0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Odyssey House Journals. I'm Randall Carlisle. My co-host, Rachel Santizo. Our guest is Alyssa Bailey, and we will introduce her in a second. You know, if you remember last week, I was mad about. I was mad about the fact that some states are not allowing fentanyl test strips. Right. Yes. Okay. Well, nothing's changed, so I don't have that much influence, but. But I'm, I'm happier with this news story I found. Okay. The Biden administration has unveiled his, uh, the 2022 National Drug Control Strategy, and it's focusing on untreated addiction and drug trafficking, and not, not small-time stuff like arresting addicts or anything like that, but trying to go for big-time dealers and allocating okay. more money for education, for harm reduction, and for treatment. So there's good good news okay good sir it's not all bad news right
1: so you're happier this time
0: I'm happier I was angry (laughs) about that fentanyl test strip thing I I just don't understand how you can how you can say something like that should be outlawed
1: well I'm glad that you're angry right angry like being angry is motivating and it's the passion behind it we need to be angry because that's not okay why are we putting our efforts there it's not I mean, where the
0: effort should be. It's, it's the, the whole issue of harm reduction. When people hear, and our Martindale Clinic does harm reduction. Uh, reduction. Right. And when people hear, well, you're, you're handing out new needles to heroin addicts, you're encouraging them to continue with their addiction. Right.
1: No, no, we're not. What we're doing is we're
0: providing safety in our community. You're trying to stop the spread of hepatitis, AIDS, stuff like that, people dying. Right. You you know, you're not not saying, hey, it's okay. We're just saying we recognize where you are, what you're doing, and we're trying to take care of you the best way we can.
1: People just forget the fact that human lives are priceless. Oftentimes, yeah. always forget that fact. So, I know.
0: and it, it, it bothers me that people say, "Oh, you're a drug addict; therefore, you're not you're not worth anything." Yeah, you or know. the
1: what's behind that title and right. the stigma of being a drug addict.
0: Right. We have a wonderful guest here, uh, Alyssa Bailey, and um, I think you were only the se- we've done. This will be like our 119th podcast, mm-hmm. and I think you're only the second person <laughs> we've ever talked to who has gone through Odyssey's adolescent program. So, oh, cool! We're excited to have you yes, here. Yes,
2: excited to be here.
0: Can you uh, tell us just a little about how, what happened that you got into Odyssey's adolescent program? Did you go by? Did you self admit? Did, were you court ordered? What what happened?
2: Um, so, pretty much. Um, The best way I can explain that is I had, from the age of, like, 15, kind of started my little treatment journey um, at uni. I did, like, five days in uni. Um, My parents were just not, I don't think that they were very aware um, about seeking appropriate help for any behavioral issues that I had. And I'm not sure that they knew exactly, like, what route to take for that. Um, I never really had, like, any true or an intentional suicidal ideations, but that was my first step is going there after speaking with a social worker. Um, And then my mother pretty much making that decision for me, just that she didn't feel comfortable with me at the house um what
0: kind of behavioral issues
2: so as far as the behavioral issues a lot of it was um defiance since a very young age very young age like toddler years um defiance in just throwing temper tantrums um I had an issue with like manipulation like I would always you know do certain things to get my way and I did not like being told (laughs) no um I Up until this
0: point, you sound like any other <laughs> typical teenager. Yeah, right? yeah, right.
2: serious, exactly. So, um, yeah, just didn't like being told no. Um, I always did extremely well in school. Um, I academically was very mm-hmm. on top of schooling. I enjoyed it. Um, but as far as the behavioral side of that, I would do small things like skip a couple of classes and go and hang out with my friends and smoke a little pot at lunch and then come back. Um, after a few times of doing that, um, you know, you're going to get caught eventually. Uh, but once my parents found out, um, despite it being marijuana, not to, to uh, say that it's, you know, acceptable, obviously, especially at a young age where it's very impressionable and your brain is not fully developed. Um, they, felt that the mix of both my acting out and the minor drug use was uh an issue so from after uni being the first little um kickstarter i guess you could say i started a program dbt dialectical behavioral therapy Um, i did that at the age of 16 for about seven months and successfully graduated that program um that was uh in my sophomore year, I recall going back to um, high school after that um, and kind of not necessarily immediately fell back into things, but um, because the peer pressure and the temptation and my same group of friends was still there, it was uh, really easy to just kind of fall back right into that. Um, So I picked up using pot again, um, cutting classes with my friends and the behaviors at home Um, my house was very dysfunctional. Um, there was a lot of contention between my mom and I and my mom, um, suffers from things like PTSD with her, um, trauma growing up, um, with like physical abuse in the home from her parents. Um, she had also been a heavy drug user, um, prior to me being born at, uh, she had me at 20 years old, um, but she smoked marijuana. She even up to, as far as I'm aware, um, had kind of dabbled around with methamphetamine. So kind of after being brought to having that being brought to my attention, I was just kind of thinking like, you know, it's kind of hypocritical of you to sure. to you know yeah. put me in this, but you've not really sought help for yourself. And I guess that made me more angry for some reason, you know, so in terms of being more angry, you tend to act out, right. you know, even more so. Um,
0: what was your worst acting out?
2: Um A lot of it was just verbal, like yelling matches. Okay. Um, I was never like super, ever, ever super physical. Um Never had any self-harm or like, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like Generally, I was a pretty good kid, but my well, parents, you sound but good. You're I yeah, parents. I know, yeah, I. So that's what I'm saying is I'm like just now, especially now that I look back at it, being three years. Um, I'm just like the the audacity that my parents had. Sometimes I'm like, <laughs> what the heck. Um, so did, yeah. Did I, your uh, mom Did so, your
0: mom smoke pot or use meth while while you were growing up?
2: Uh, no, um, she did use marijuana, um, not ever in my um, eyesight, um, but from other family's, you know, um, conversation that was, um, something that I had figured out. I had asked her like one time I was like, Hey, like have you or, um, my stepdad like ever smoked marijuana while I was growing up, um, with my siblings and she admitted yes. And I recall like maybe like three weeks later we had a conversation and we started to get into a little bit of a contingency and I called her out on it. And she just looked at me and she's like, she's like, how dare you? Like, I would never do something like that. And I was like, you just told me that you did. Like, how can you go back when I'm calling? Obviously, if you're calling someone out in front of other people, you want to look like the good person. But I was like, you're my mother. You know, why? Why lie? Um, Yeah, after DBT, I pretty much um, just went back to high school, had a couple months there. And because the behavior kind of relapsed back into the same thing, and they weren't comfortable with me at the home, um, I got admitted into Odyssey. Um, was that go, more like did your you go mom? screaming and kicking? Yeah. Or did? Um, I, I believe um, I had spent like maybe two, two or three weeks um, in total at uh, JRC, the Juvenile Receiving Center down in South Salt Lake. Um, uh, my parents had just kind of been like done. They just expressed that they were done. Uh, my stepdad mentioned to me at that time that um, he only needed, like, bare minimum, wanted and needed to provide uh, food on the table, clothes on my back, a school to go to, and a roof over my head. But he did not, you know, really want to be there for anything else. Um,
0: emotionally.
2: Yeah. Emotionally was definitely very like, again, when I look back at these things, like I, I definitely don't want to say it was like emotionally abused, but there was definitely like a lack of, of care and, and attend to me. Yeah. Like how did that Um, make you feel? Really? Like, um, I, I still hold a lot of resentment, but, um, after realizing the situation, um, in the time, I, again, was very angry and just confused. I want to say yeah. more confused because as the child, like, you have to – you look up to your parents and you just go by really what they say, even if you're confused or not. Yeah. Um, as well as having my stepdad in the picture, I have uh, two younger sisters um, of the age of – now they're 14 and, and 8. Um, included in my upbringing, which um, had probably uh, – influenced a lot of my behavior, um, was my mother's health. She, um, we have some hereditary things that run in the family as far as like MS, um, uh, degenerate disc, just a a couple of, you know, back problems. And, um, she just out of the blue, probably when I was eight or nine started to get sick and her, her health just started to deteriorate like immensely. Um,
0: so you enter Odyssey house adolescent facility more for emotional issues mm-hmm. as opposed to drug issues right 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and, yeah and so I mean how did how did the first couple of weeks go because this is a resident <laughs> this yeah. is a residential facility yeah. and you go in there and it's scary because you don't know this anybody and you're with a bunch of other kids mm-hmm. age age what 13 through 17. Yep. Uh, they have classrooms, they go to school there, uh, they have some strict rules, but everybody there is different. So all of a sudden you're innocent. what was it like?
2: So, um, I, uh, remember the first day, like the back of my hand, I had to strip myself of all jewelry, um, and take a shower with like that little stuff that they give you. And I was like, okay, this is interesting, but this is a cool experience. Cell phones, no cell phones. Yeah, no cell phones, um. And you're kind of just immediately brought into the house. Um, I remember everyone was in the uh, the DR or the dining room and um, just like journaling or whatever um, it was very quiet, not necessarily eerie, but it was definitely quiet. So I was like really nervous. Um, hey, who's the new kid? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's just everyone's sitting down and here I come with one of the staff members and I'm walking down and I just see everybody and I'm like, okay. Um, I had, uh, I don't want to say thankfully, cause sometimes it can be a bad thing, but I had recognized two of the people, um, one of which I went to high school with. Um, and so I was like, okay, maybe this won't be the worst experience cause I'm not completely alone, but I definitely, um, was very anxious. I've had, I've struggled with anxiety from a young age, from about the age of 12, 13. Um, so coming into a new, um, just a whole new setting was very, like, unsettling, um, which I had kind of already had experience with going into, like, other, you know, treatments and things like that. Um, at first, I was I was so angry, like, so angry you couldn't even imagine, but they give you little journals, and I journaled every single day. I did not miss one single day. If you can imagine, that's almost 365 entries, so... Um, I, uh, prior to coming and doing this this morning, I, um, yesterday and the day before had kind of just gone through and looked at some of my old things, um, and read through some passages and like little notes and things like that. Um, but gradually I would say even between the first two or three weeks, I cried at night because I was just felt so alone and scared and not sure what was to come, um, but never did I feel like um, uncomfortable in the sense that there was nobody there for me. Um, I had just great experiences with all the staff members for the most part. Um, I've really always clinged to people who are older than me. So obviously, I made friendships with the kids, but the staff was always to me like, I I'm here to learn. You know, I'm here for a reason. I'm here to just gain as much knowledge as possible, and. You know, they're more so who I would look for that towards. Um, But also, you can gain many, you know, learning experiences from watching and and observing, you know, the kids and stuff. Um, So, as we kind of go throughout the first three months, which is what I was there for, um, we had like family therapy like every other Sunday or something, right? Um, And that first three month mark, my parents came in and my therapist and I had sat in there and and we're just kind of talking about the progress that I've made or, like, here's what we're seeing that she's, like, struggling with. Um, and it kind of just started, like, in every three months, we're going to, you know, hit and see if you're ready to go type of type of deal. And every single time, my parents were like, we just don't feel like she's ready. We're not seeing the progress. And that would make me so upset because sure. I'm sitting here every day, like trying to do my best. You know, there's certain, you're working you know, rules. Your butt off. Exactly. In you have rules, like super, not hard rules, but when you don't want to do something, it makes it hard. So, you know, you have all these rules to adhere to and all these things that you're learning. And so I'm sitting here every family session, like, are you guys like blind? Like what's going on? I'm learning so much. Like, how can you not, how can you not see the progress? Um, I, what did you
1: do that first time? So because I know for me, like when I was in treatment that, mm-hmm. that time expectations is so dangerous yeah. for us. Yeah. And so that first time, that first three months, you think you're gonna go home and they see that you're mm-hmm. not. So I'd love that, like that message of hope. Like, what did you do?
2: Um at first that time Um, I would definitely say and I don't wanna say it was every time, but there were a lot of times where, you know, I'd get upset to the point where I just want to give up, you know, yeah. I'm like what what am I even here for now? Like, I'm still learning Mm -hmm. things, but I'm just like, what the heck? It's not worth it. Um, like what's, what's the worst if I, you know, do something, um, opposite of what I'm told, like, okay, I might get my shoes taken away for two weeks, but you know, if they don't Mm -hmm. want me home, I just guess I won't go home. So I kind of get in little patterns to where if that happened and I'm upset in the moment to just completely drop it all. And that probably took me like two or three times to realize you can't do that. You just have to keep going. No matter how upset you are, no matter how frustrated, if I allow myself to um, let their view of me get the best of me, that's just going to cause me more, you know, harm than help. And so if I know at the end of the day when I lay my, my head on my pillow what I've done and who I am and I'm getting to know myself and getting to you know, uh, learn more self-care and love myself more, why does it matter what anybody else thinks? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess at that point, I just started to prove more to myself than anybody. Um, and that's where it kind of became like a, a whole new journey and a, and a fun fun learning experience, despite the little, you know, fun that, things that we were doing. That must <laughs> yes. have been
0: frustrating. Yeah, if, if, if you're not aware of Odyssey's program, even with adolescence, it's a strict program, uh, oh, yeah you go know along with that yeah. right Seriously. Uh, and 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 to be i'm trying to it's been so long since i've been a teenager uh but but I was a rebellious teenager mm-hmm. and i and I can only imagine you're following all these rules that you don't fully understand or agree with all the time. But you do it. Yeah. And then to have your parents come in and not recognize that you've been doing yep. this it'd be yeah. like, why am I doing this? Yeah. I, mean, I give you a lot of credit Honestly. for mm-hmm. for what you just said about realizing that you're doing it for yourself, not to yep. please them or anything, but mm-hmm. just yourself. That's yeah. important. It's yeah. remarkable. Yeah. You are remarkable. At that actually, age.
1: Actually.
2: Thank wow. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of like it's kind of funny because I'm still young. I'm only twenty one. But when I look at the world it's such a big picture, I am just like, why Why aren't people more focused on themselves? Everyone's trying mm-hmm. to either, you know, people please or get something out of somebody. And then it causes them to make bad decisions. Or, you know, if you're already making bad decisions and you kind of quarrel with those who do the same. And if you just be by yourself, you know, once you learn to be happy alone, I feel like you can share that with people and then kind of just overflows from there. But um, I, after... Um, leaving odyssey like i was gonna
0: say you stayed for how long yeah. 11 months. Yeah,
2: 11 months did you graduate high school in odyssey mm-hmm. yeah i did yeah. i gra- i was a early high school graduate um i got a um a scholarship um from horizonte um that was such a good experience um i immediately went into my first semester at salt lake community college after that Yay. um and started doing general studies Um, which I haven't, um, completely made up my mind yet, which is okay. But with my experience at Odyssey, I was so passionate. So that like psychology was like my thing. I was like, you know, if I can, with my experience, go in and be Mm -hmm. a mentor or be able to help people with my mindset and just kind of, you know, share that I thought, what a a better um, way to kind of give back, you know, and kind of reciprocate.
0: The, uh, things, the Odyssey program we have we have, what is it, three classrooms there, mm-hmm. and teachers from the Salt Lake District, Horizonte. Uh, and and the, the cool thing that people don't realize is that when, when you only have like maybe 20 kids in the house, You've got such you've got such great teacher to pupil ratio yeah, for individualized oh yeah. it was, it attention. it was so
2: much better. I would never even you know think about. I would have never even thought about that as well. Um, I don't want to say that I wasn't ever on the track of not graduating if I were to have continued to go to my high school, um, but I definitely appreciated the more one on one and the. Um, the closeness and the relationship that I had with my teachers because um, I have never really had like a like a learning disability, but I have ADD, so my brain is just everywhere, <laughs> and so when I'm trying to sit there and learn, I'm just, I don't want to be there, I, but I'd always get my, my homework done, that was the interesting thing, is like my subconscious would be listening to what's going on, but I'm over here like doodling or doing something completely <laughs> different during class, but... Um, you know, I, I never um, hesitated to ask any questions if I needed help on something, and it it got me to where I wanted to be. The know, teachers so. there
0: are pretty cool.
2: Way cool. Yeah. Way cool. Love them. Seriously. They and they care. They do I mean, care. I've,
0: I've met, I met. I'm trying to remember the guy's name that's been there for a long time.
2: Um, there's, if I recall, Anders. Yes. Yeah. 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 And he cares. Yeah. You know, they care. They care. Yeah, they really do. So
0: so you finally get out of Odyssey. Who who made that decision? Odyssey, your parents, you. I mean, how did that work? Because you you were you were turning eighteen.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. I was about a month, a month and a half away of turning eighteen. I had no idea that that day was happening. So I do think it was just a a combination of my parents and and an Odyssey, whatever. conversation they had i still don't know but here i am (laughs) so and and you look back
0: upon that as a good experience
2: yeah yeah despite me like i always um you know it would have been nice to graduate like officially like have that Mm -hmm. that documentation like hey like you finally did it um but despite not having that that piece of paper it doesn't make it any less worth the experience Mm -hmm. and nor does it take away like my successes you know Mm -hmm. um so that's the biggest thing i look at is you know um I had a little bit of an oopsie near the end, but you know, all all through life you have ebbs and flows, and nothing's mm-hmm. gonna go, um, you know, how you expect. There's always gonna be, you know, different little things that happen.
0: So what are you doing now? I mean, like, what's what are you doing now? What's your future?
2: So right now, um, I had mentioned, um, like, I was really passionate about studying psychology and everything. Um, I only did one semester at uh, Slick. Um, I didn't really feel after I had done that semester that I wanted to continue with, like, general studies. Um, More so because um, of what I want to go into being, like, um, in psychology. I don't know what within psychology if I, you know, I would like to get, like, um, a bachelor's in either doing something like whether it be social work or being an actual therapist or a counselor or again, even just we you need know. social yeah. workers yes. and therapists. Yes, yeah. really. I really think that it's it's important and, and mental health is it just needs to be, you know, on the front page of like everything. I feel like once you have, you know, your mental health under under control, like you have the world at your hands. Um yeah. Uh so right now I um I'm going to school for aesthetics, kind of a different turn. Yes. Yeah, so skincare, all that fun stuff. Um, I have just finished, so I'm about to take my state board soon. Good luck. Um, I'm really nervous, but it'll be good. I'm more worried about, like, the written tests because there's just so much that you have to retain. But I am definitely confident. Um, and then, yeah, after that, you know, working in, like, a, a little med spa or something like that would be would be just awesome so I'm really excited for that Um, I've been doing this for about eight months now Um, I kind of started in the back back of August beginning of September and that's been really fun I had wanted to do that uh, for a couple of years but you know I couldn't really make up my mind and who knows you know I can always be that that uh esthetician who uh takes clients and has little therapy sessions. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, so while, you're, while you're doing <laughs> you your know? thing. Yeah. Yeah. Serious, so, you know. maybe would be we'll unique, would best it? Be It'd be actually be cool. Like yeah. cool. Yeah. We can, like, we can, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You just lay there for, like, two hours, get your lashes done, and absolutely. have a whole session, so I would. you never know. <laughs> I'm
0: amazed what what a level head she has. I mean, you, you just seem like you have it really together.
2: I mean, I'm not perfect. You know, like I said, life has, you know, ups and downs, goes through its ebbs and flows, but I... I've really, like, despite my daily struggles, I've really harnessed, like, um, the skills that I've been taught. Um, you know, doing, like, a mindfulness activity every single day is so important. Whether you look outside and notice 10 things that you didn't see right. yesterday, even if it's the same yeah. picture or meditating, listening to music. Um, I'm very musically inclined. Music has been one of my, my outlets for since i was very young um, which is also something i love to incorporate because it's so powerful um but yeah
1: yeah i'm a huge fan i can't <laughs> wait to see what you do next i know
0: she's got such a great future I'm so because excited. i know you yeah. rarely hear people and i am not putting anybody down who who leaves odyssey's program but you rarely hear mm-hmm. hear people whether it's adult program or the adolescent right. program with saying the things she said, I mean, it's amazing. You're not here to please Odyssey yeah, or yeah. or your your counselors or your parents. You're here to take care of yourself. Yeah. If everybody yeah. had that attitude, it'd be like, it, things would go a lot easier <laughs> in all our residential really, houses. Yes, really, absolutely. And I
2: definitely still have my struggles. You know, like I said, there I uh, I still struggle sometimes with you know getting upset at things and. You know, I do have my consequences if I'm not just taking that quick step back for even two to five minutes and just really, you know, just calming myself down and realizing like, my, my little motto is choose kindness and everything's gonna be okay. Um, I, you know, I definitely believe like, if you just let time do its thing and, you know, just kinda, you're, you're not your mind. You kinda have to separate the two and put yourself out of how you're feeling and how you're thinking. And if you just give it that time and you know it'll all pass this too shall pass you know whether it's a good thing or a bad thing this too shall pass but is there anything that you
1: um do so it seems like you do kind of like gratitude every day are you still connected with anything or uh today like are you doing this on your own like you just Pretty
2: much, pretty much, yeah. I live on my own in a little studio downtown. Um, I, uh, you know, I have uh, friends and family. Um, my family and I are a little bit distant, um, especially my parents. Um, I don't really have, you know, it's unfortunate to say, but I really do not have any type of relationship with my mom okay. and, and her family. I haven't really spoken to them in a while, um, but for good reason. I feel like, you know, if I have to make that decision to distance myself so that I'm not, you know, taunted or, you know, um, influenced to fall back into certain behaviors which were primarily, you know, um, presented in my upbringing, then then that's the way it has to be. But yeah, living on my own and learning how to be, again, just genuinely happy with who you are and going on that life mission is, is something something so incredible Um, it can get lonely you know there you're always gonna have some part of you that you might feel like is missing or you're going to wake up and and wonder what your purpose is Mm -hmm. you know today but you know just even being just being you know in the present moment and in the now um, is sometimes you know good in itself You know, you're kind of just here for the ride. She's made me feel better, too. I feel like I've gone
0: to a therapy session with her. I know. know? I'm
2: telling you. Oh, my gosh. gosh. You are remarkable is my word for you. We'd love love
0: to hire you at Odyssey, of course, if you'd like to come back sometime.
2: I know. Give me a call.
0: Especially if you live downtown, the world
1: is like is in your hands, and I'm just you are incredible. Thank you. you. I'm so (laughs) proud.
0: Rachel was in charge of one of our residential houses. How would you (laughs) like to have like 40 (laughs) of hers around? In my pocket. Yeah, I know.
1: In my pocket. I'm so proud
2: of you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You you are incredible.
0: Thanks for coming. Were you nervous before you came in? Here? I'm
2: always nervous. I have anxiety, so it just it comes you, you with whatever you got, oh, what you no. got going on. Well, good. Yeah. yeah. Good. No, thank I, you for yeah. coming
0: in and sharing your story, and yeah, hopefully, yeah. Uh, hopefully, if you're if you're watching or listening, uh, you know it. 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 She didn't go in. You know, a lot of people come into our mm-hmm. programs for substance use, uh, and that wasn't the primary reason. It was for behavioral health. Uh, and yeah. we do a good job with that as well. And it, it made me feel good to hear that that it worked for you, yeah. you know, because sure. it doesn't work for everybody. This <laughs> is true.
2: And I definitely feel like a lot of it is, you know, and, and for everyone that, you know, I recall and who I've met, which was uh, over a 100, you know, youth, yeah. um, for every single one of them, I always felt, you know, good energy, whether... They've made you know their mistakes, or they've done something super bad, um, or done like the worst drug possible. Mm-hmm. They're still good people, and there's light within everybody, no matter how young or old you are. And that's always you're always able to find that again, like your inner child. You're always able to find that again, and that's what I love about myself is I've I've never let my inner child go. So yeah. I feel like you know you know why not just be be the happy one, be the happy being, and have hope because there's hope. Um, Yeah, I don't
0: know. You're a marvelous person. Thank Mm -hmm. you for being our guest. Thank Thank you. you. I appreciate it. Thanks, Rachel. Alyssa Bailey was our guest today. Hope you got something out of that. We certainly enjoyed learning from you as well. So Mm -hmm. thank you guys, and thank you for watching another edition of Odyssey House Journals.